Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Luke chapter 14 is where we're at in a message entitled, Turning Up the Heat. So your mission, should you accept it, is this, total surrender. To say, I'm going to do it my way. I think I can make it. I think I can do it. I think I'm good enough and I'm bright enough. And gosh darn it, people like me. We can do that. Or we can say, I'm not good enough. I'm not bright enough. I am broken and I'm hurt and I can't make it on my own. And I need someone to save me and cry out to Jesus for salvation, to call for terms of surrender. Okay, Jesus, I can't do this. I remember that moment in my life, the total surrender. I remember, you know, there at my bed, as I hear the gospel on the radio, I got down on my knees, and I said, Jesus, if that's true, if you died for my sins, that's what I want. And then I realized, you know, I can't have some weak religion that's going to depend upon me to do all kinds of, you know, great things or, or change everything about myself so that I can somehow earn heaven. I can't have a religion like that because I'm too weak. And so in my mind, the only solution was surrender. And so I said, okay, God, whatever you want in my life, that's what I want. But then I realized that wasn't far enough. And so then I said, but even if I don't want it, you have my permission to force it on me. And there, as an 18-year-old kid on my knees next to my bed, I completely surrendered to Jesus. That doesn't mean I haven't had a few wrestling matches with God here and there along the way. No, God, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Okay, fine. I'll do it. You know, you can get really uncomfortable. You know, end up walking with a bad hip in those wrestling matches. But his way is always better. And I have to consider that in my life, whether life or death, whether persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword, No matter what comes, what Jesus has for me is far better than what I could ever gain for myself. There is nothing that I could do to match what he's already offered me. And I've been following Jesus for 30 years now, and he doesn't disappoint. He has given me more in my Christianity and my Christian life with him than he ever possibly ever possibly could have gotten on my own, working for myself, trying to gain my own things in life. And, and chief of that is satisfaction and peace in my heart to know that I love God and that he loves me and that I have eternal life and many other spiritual blessings and some temporal blessings that he's given me on the way. But I have learned, and I think that this is important, this is one of those wrestling matches I've learned with everything in my life, even if it's a gift from God, no matter what it is that I have, that I possess, that God's given me as a possession, or God's given me as a tool, or God's given me as a position or ministry, that all of those things in and of themselves make me very miserable, especially as a Christian. Because when you become a Christian, your old man dies. Now you're a new man, a spiritual man. And so earthly things don't satisfy you. They just depress you. 
You guys notice this? And so as that new spiritual man, I have realized, and God showed me this in such a powerful and important way, but I'm just going to tell you what he taught me. And that was that until I enjoy Jesus, I can't enjoy anything. If I'm not enjoying him, I can't enjoy life. But if I'm enjoying him, then I enjoy everything. And and I think it's so important that we understand that because life is in Jesus and outside of Jesus is depression and death. There's nothing that satisfies. Verse 34, he says, salt is good, but if the salt has lost its flavor, how can it be seasoned? Now, of course, this takes us to the other place when Jesus uses this illustration. Again, kind of a difficult illustration, but in verse 13, he says, or in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says this, Matthew 5, 13, you are the salt of the earth. So he tells us we are the salt of the earth. But if a salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? Then it is good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. And you think about your life and, and what it is good for, right? And this comes back to enjoying God first and doing the things that he's called me to do and, and living a life that is, is filled with the power of, of the Spirit and the love of God, and that's what's motivating me, motivating me to serve and do the things that I do in life and just to give me the zeal to, to do that. And what he's calling us away from is becoming stagnant. Now, that's not obvious by the, the text here, but and you know, when sodium chloride sitting on your kitchen table in a shaker is never going to break apart. You, you know, you, it's going to be salty forever. You get the Himalayan stuff, it don't matter. Himalayan, Morton, iodized, it doesn't matter. It's going to be salty, it's going to be nice, and it's never going to lose its chemical compound or its molecule because it's a strong molecule. You can soak it with water, and it's just going to turn into a clump of salt, right? It's not going to lose its saltiness. But in their day, they got their salt from the Mediterranean Sea. And the problem with that salt is, you know, it's that therapeutic salt that you soak in and stuff. Because it has magnesium and potassium. It, it, it has calcium carbonate. It has other things. And so all those things are, you know, bitter salts, powdery, chalky salts. You know, they're not the same as table salt. It also had calcium carbonate, which was the regular salt, but with the gypsum and other things that were in there, if you allowed moisture to get into your salt, you sat it too long on the shelf and didn't use it right away after you ground it up, after you got all the water out of it, dehydrated it, and mixed it up, then it could cake and that calcium carbonate likes to clump together. Yeah, that's why it has the, you know, you look on the ingredients of your salt, what does it say? Salt and then something else that's a non-caking agent. Right? Why? Because it cakes. And so you can imagine if all the calcium carbonate caked and then all you got on your, your stuff was Epsom salt and gypsum, which is sheetrock. How would that taste? Have you ever tasted Epsom salt? Have you ever done one of those Epsom salt laxatives? That's a horrible thing. It's a horrible experience. Not only does it give you diarrhea, but it tastes so bitter. And that's what would happen is their salt would separate and it would become bitter and useless. And nobody wanted it. It wasn't good for anything maybe a good bath, but not anything else, right? And so they cast it out. It wasn't even good for your dunghill. Your dunghill, you know, the regular salt, that if it was good and had a lot of sodium chloride in it, then it would kill the bacteria in your dunghill and your dunghill wouldn't stink so bad. Don't you hate it when your dunghill stinks? It's the worst. And so it wasn't even good for that. And so he's not talking about losing our salvation, but he's talking about effectiveness in the Christian life. Am I going to live a life that's effective? Or am I going to allow myself to become defective? 
I'm going to be mixed with the world and things that don't add spice. Because the Christian is supposed to be the flavor, the flavor enhancer of life, right? Wouldn't you say that Jesus coming into your life made your life more flavorful? But also makes you thirsty, right? And it makes people thirsty for more. And, and that's what we're to be to the world is to create that thirst in them for what we have because of the satisfaction that we have in Jesus. And that only comes if we stay connected to the source, if we can stay connected to the vine or Jesus who gives us true fulfillment and satisfaction. You know, I was talking about this with the guys from discipleship yesterday. And, you know, it's, it's crazy. You want to overcome sin in your life. You want, to, you want to do well in your Christian walk. You don't want to become stagnant. How do you do that? It's closeness to Jesus. That's what makes us feel fulfilled in life. That's what makes us feel like our life has meaning is I have an intimate relationship with Jesus and I'm, I'm cultivating that. Because it's just like any other relationship. If I, just, if I ignore it, if I walk away from it, then it's going to cause damage. And so to stay close to Jesus. And this is what it says here in verse 35. It's neither fit for the land or the dunghill. That's what I was talking about, the dunghill. But men throw it out. And he was ears to hear, let him hear. And that's what Jesus is telling us. Life is not in all the things that we possess. It's not in, in reaching the top of the ladder or getting the best degrees. It's not in all those things. And Jesus may call us to those things, but ultimately life is really about Jesus. And he is the one thing that we as Christians have the privilege to possess is a relationship with Jesus and to have Jesus as our own. And nobody can ever take that away. And nothing can satisfy like Jesus can. And so Jesus is saying, hey, I, I, you, your family may be over the moon that you want to follow me. Your, your, your life may be sailing. You might even get promotions because you're a Christian, because you work in that type of environment or you live in that type of world. But all that could change very quickly. And what's going to test you, it's going to test your salt is when things go sideways and all of a sudden it's illegal to be a Christian. All of a sudden your family isn't happy with you being a Christian. All of a sudden your family's saying, shut up so you don't get us all in trouble. And that could happen. And when that day comes, we have to be willing to say, I'm going to stand. I won't compromise because I love Jesus and he loves me and my life is in heaven and not here. And I'm going to follow him no matter what comes. And that's what Jesus is telling his disciples. And I hope that you're receiving it. Amen? Let's stand and pray. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.